Hey, this is Steve Morris with EOS Worldwide. And if you really want to learn how to level up your life, you should be listening to the Time to Shine Today podcast with my good friend, Scott Ferguson. Let's level up. Time to Shine Today podcast, Varsity Squad. It's Scott Ferguson. We're at episode 293 with my good buddy, the yacht racer, Stephen Morris. Uh, Stephen uh, designed race boats, sailed a navigator, and he used a lot of that to parlay into uh, helping people as an executive coach with EOS uh, level up their teams. He works with leadership teams, help them level up. The knowledge nuggets he drops are absolutely fantastic. So I'd strongly, strongly recommend you breaking out your notebooks. So without further ado, here's my really good friend, Stephen Morris. Let's level up. Time to shine today, podcast varsity squad. This is Scott Ferguson, and I have a, a coach, a level up coach. He has so, so much of a intriguing background to me because I love the water. I'm literally looking at the Atlantic Ocean uh, and just enjoying this sunrise. It's almost done, but it's absolutely beautiful. My friend here has sailed the seas uh, competitively, uh, and he also had a career of designing multi-million dollar racing yachts building and coaching high-performing teams to help his clients win the world's toughest races. Now, my good friend Steve Morris here, as a coach and professional EOS implementer, he helps people, teams, and businesses get unstuck, sail forward, love that, building fun and profitable businesses. And Steve, thank you so much for coming on. Please introduce yourself to the Time to Shine Today podcast for our squad. But first, what's your favorite color and why? My my favorite color is blue. Blue, like, yeah. yeah basic, kind of makes sense. Blue. Yeah, <laughs> little little ocean, and you got those blue eyes rocking too, man. So and watch on YouTube or Vimeo or what else? There's a handsome cat right here. He told me his age, and I'm blown away. So he obviously takes care of himself. Uh, so Steve, let's let's kind of dig into a little bit of this of you getting out of college. Joining the, uh, I get, I'm just going to call it like a racing circuit or yacht circuit mm-hmm. or whatnot, and then kind of leveling up into the EOS family for coaching. Yeah, well, it's been quite a journey. Um, you know, literally a voyage that I've gone on through my life, and everything I'm doing now is has a foundation and you know where I started with my career. So, you know, I grew up in New Zealand, um, sailing with my my parents and my family. And went to college, studied engineering, and got out of college. My first job was working on a professional sailing team. So, you know, I went from studying with books and, and you know, using a calculator to getting up at six o'clock in the morning, going to the gym and lifting a lot of iron off the floor to get ready to, you know, go out sailing for the day. And this was my first, you know, real introduction to the world of professional athletes and bringing together you know, a really cool team. Um, and it really sort of informed and, and led to, um, you know, a lot of years in, in my life of working with high-performing teams and just seeing how magical it is when we can get it right and the whole team comes together and just what a grind it can be, um, you know, when you've got a project you've got to get done with a team that's not coming together uh, and not, and not uh, gelling and achieving what it needs to achieve. So, Long career working with uh, high-performing teams. Yeah, and they're athletes. Like, people don't understand it. Like, even a pit crew, right, in, like, NASCAR or whatnot, they're, they're athletes that are going out there and working as a team. So yeah. what did you learn 
from because I was blessed. I didn't talk about this, uh, but like I was able to go out with a team when I was in the military out in San Diego and Cordado. They actually had the what was Dennis uh, the the guy he had his his boat there when he won won it. Dennis Connor, yeah, Dennis Connor. Yep. Stripes, mm-hmm. right? Okay, Stars Stripes. I didn't get to ride on that, but there was a team. A couple of the guys from the team were mm-hmm. out, and I got to come back and observe on the bow, kind of like stay way the hell out of the way. What was the the, the cohesion? factor that made everybody work together was there an actual coach that coached everybody like how how did how did that work well so that whole progression's changed over many years right okay. so when i started in the sport um it was actually an amateur sport so we were bringing together a group of people who had day jobs and they were putting those day jobs aside (laughs) to come sail on the boat and to be able to like race around the world. And that was their passion. Um, The trainer we had was an incredible guy. Um, He was actually a Commonwealth uh, weightlifter, a gold gold medalist uh, Mm -hmm. in the Commonwealth games. He was all of about four foot uh, (laughs) 11 tall and about four foot 11 wide. You know, he could lift, he was built to lift iron off the floor, but you know, he he was our trainer um, from the athletic side. And then there was also, you know, from the um, sailing side, we're bringing people in and then ultimately, and this is what I find so interesting, you know, it's about the psychology too um, Mm -hmm. of bringing together teams and, um, but not a lot of that existed. 30 years ago, right. right? And this is what I've really seen as this transition over time. And the sport of sailing went from being amateur to professional mm. um, over about a 20-year period. And that, you know, meant it was very different as I started to interact with, with the teams because it was sure. going from people who had a day job and sailing was a hobby um, to people <laughs> that did this, you know, seven days a week, right? Right. Um, and then just sort of seeing that, um, people having to really up their game, um, how they're bringing together teams. And, sure. you know, you, you talk about, you're asking about, you know, so, you know, what's the magic source there? And it's, it's really about um, being able to pull a group of people together and develop this trust, right? This deep, deep level of trust um, in the team so that everybody kind of really knows why they're there, what their job is, what their function in the team is, um, and where the team's going to go. And, you know, I think the the ultimate thing is sort of knowing when you come into the room that everybody else there has got your back. Sure. Right? And, right. and they're there. Um, Were you guys a family when you raced? Like, did you do stuff off the boat or people kind of go their separate ways? Uh, well, so early on in my career, yeah, that was very much like that. You know, <laughs> Friday nights when we were done sailing, it was off to the, um, there was a bar in, in Auckland. It was, I think it was called the Leopard was its technical name, but we called it the Spotty Dog. <laughs> Spotty Dog. I love it. I love it. So, you know, it's funny when you talk about, all I hear is evolution, evolution, you know, from from the what you had. And I've been in the, the sport of mixed martial arts for such a long time. And it used to go from people that would bounce at bars and go brawl in a basically a makeshift ring to now what it is. Um, it's just, it, it's amazing the evolution because it takes that somebody that really spearhead that uh, to make it happen. I, I love that you've lived this journey. So then coaching, what's, what brought you into the world, especially EOS because EOS is very uh, established, very reputable. Um, but what, what brought you into the coaching? 
So across my career, you know, I did the sailboat um, work for, for many years, um, you know, and it was really seeing that and experiencing the high performing teams, right? And then I sort of got curious because I could see that managing like large groups of people, leading large groups of people, there was something missing in that world. So I went, you know, this brief interlude, I went into government contracting in Washington, D.C., became a certified project manager, learned how to manage, you know, much larger groups of people, multi-million dollar budgets. Right. Um, but then I wanted to sort of come back. I had this deep interest in business. So came back um, and started my own company, really around this mission and passion to help people, teams and businesses get unstuck. And I wanted to work with business leadership teams help them be able to elevate their game. Um, and along the way, I came across, you know, EOS and Traction. The book Traction's now sold over yeah. a million copies. Um, yep. We've got a lot of things going on at the moment about promoting Traction, in fact, giving away 15,000 free copies of Traction uh, into the world. But what I see, you know, my passion in this is people creating businesses businesses are the lifeblood of our community, particularly small businesses, right? They provide uh, wealth to people. They provide stability. They provide jobs. They create communities where we all want to live. Sure. Um, but what I see is not everybody has the tools. I didn't have the tools 30 years ago uh, when I was rising to become a leader, the top yacht design company in the world. I didn't right have the tools to know how you bring a group of people together in a business um, and be able to, to take them forward. And that's what I love about EOS is it's a, it's a set of tools, it's a framework that help uh, a leadership team get three things, you know, get sorted out about their vision for the business, where they're going and getting on the same page sure. about where the business is going. And then traction right like getting the discipline getting the accountability into the business and then the important part is healthy working together as a healthy functional cohesive leadership team a group of people who love to come to work together and that sort of brings me full circle back to you know the sailing world i was and, gonna say that brother yeah 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 i love that i love that so do do you work with mainly groups or do you have one-on-ones so our model is we work with the leadership team of a business. Beautiful. So okay, it's let usually me, the, the owner, you know, founder. Um, okay. And, you know, their sort of uh, group of direct reports. It's probably usually a group of somewhere between four to six to seven individuals that are taking the business forward. Thank you for opening the store because I have a question. I deal with it daily um, when, I, when I coach companies and, and groups and whatnot. So... It's generally kind of a human resources says, hey, man, we need to get coaching. So the CEO, the big dog says, okay, let's find out. Okay, we're bringing in Steve Morris, man, from US. He levels people up. How do you handle the person that's right below that CEO that doesn't think they need the coaching? <laughs> and I'm asking so, this because I want to learn because I'm yes. dealing with it. Well, You know what so I'm saying? You always have that one. It's like, what the is this yeah. guy doing here? Some, yes, exactly. What's this person doing here and how are they going to help me? So there are different viewpoints, right, within the business. We have the visionary, the founder, the person who's at the 30,000-foot level. They're looking out, figuring out where are we going next. We're not in the trenches. 
uh, not so an interface, right? right? So okay. the next person down, we call the integrator, right? And the integrator in our world is the person who beats the drum for the organization. They're the glue that holds everything together and they coordinate across the leadership team. Sure. So what I'm doing in coming in and working with that integrator is giving them a set of tools that makes their life easier. That gives them the things that they need to be able to to get all of the trains running on time and not have it be a house on fire every single day. And that's what I see a lot of, you know, as as people, particularly, you know, that integrator role can be chaotic at times, right? Right. There's 136 issues happening every single day. He's getting hammered from both sides, the 30,000 foot view guy and the his I'm call them underlings, but it's the people that report to him. I love, yeah. love, love that you said that because you've got the integrator involved in full force. Because again, it's it might be that visionary that oversees it, and they're really not attending so much to where the where the integrator is, and he's got to answer to the CEO and whatnot. So I love that. And so, Steve, what do you think then makes a great coach? I think what makes a great coach is somebody who's able to come in and see the team where it is, right? To be able to understand how the team got there, all of the stuff that's going on, but then to listen to where the team wants to go and then to be able to figure out, you know, the coaching part is coming up with a a path, a journey uh, to be able to take that team to where they want to go. And that's, you know, I love that. And it how brings do you me do back that? to sailing again because I was a navigator on a boat. And what does a navigator do? <laughs> You've got a chart. I love it. Dude. Skipper says yeah. this is where we need to get to. The navigator mm. looks at the chart and plots the path, you know, the best, fastest, safest path that we can get through to, to the destination. Now, the parallels of, I mean, I've heard you say voyage. I've heard you say sail. I mean, I love that you use the aquatic into it. And also, you're asking the super powerful questions that helps them reveal their blind spot. I love, I love your the, your technique. We'll call it that, that you're using. So, when you're starting to work with a team, and maybe it's the it's the integrator that you're kind of sitting down with, because he's again we've we've covered that he has to answer to all sides. Is there any good question that you wish he or she would ask you but never do during the discovery period? That's a good question. Yeah. Um, you know, those things that I sort of typically get is sort of like, how long is this going to take? <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, um, you know, this is... Um, What's your answer to that? So it's typically two years. Okay. Right? I'm not there to wave a magic wand. I can't cure things instantly. And, oh, by the way, you know, and I'm just the coach. They're the right. people that need to do the work, right? Sure. They're okay. the athletes who need to do the training, get the reps in. Absurd. Um, Absolutely. The muscle. Oh my gosh, I wrote down reps on my full, on my table here. I'm not even lying. It says reps right there. I love, love that you said that. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I mean, it's sort of, um, it's really about, you know, putting the, the systems in place to be able to, to bring that team forward to the next level. And so I think, you know, there are a lot of questions in people's minds. I mean, they, they see where they want to get to. Um, you know, the, the biggest thing is just 
wanting to get there quickly, but yet everybody's busy with their day jobs. Like when I'm going into businesses, talking to people, I didn't see people sitting around with nothing to do all day. Right. In business these days, right? Everybody's busy. Everybody's yeah. got a full plate, just trying to keep everything going, you know, everything balanced in the mm -hmm. business. And so to come in and say, well, I've got a set of tools. I'm going to teach you these tools and it's going to save you time, right? But first I've got to teach you these tools and you're going to have to learn them and you have to practice them, right? right. So we've got right. a little bump in the middle there, but ultimately you get to something that we call the EOS life. Mm -hmm. And the EOS life has five parts to it. It's doing things that you love with people that you love and making a huge impact in the world, making a dent in the universe. The fourth component is getting compensated appropriately, right? We all uh, need to get paid for the work we do. But the fifth and, and really important thing for me and for my clients is having time for other passions, right? So what I see is people, you know, they're working in the business, they're working 60 hours a week, 70 hours a week. Maybe if you're Elon Musk, you're working 120 hours a week. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. But not everybody wants to do that. And that's not always sustainable, right? You've got a family, you've got, yeah. you know, my kids are growing now. And, you know, I, I wonder about the times when I was at work and, you know, missing things. Kind of cats you know. in the cradle thing song, right? Yeah. You know? Okay. Growing up and stuff. So yeah. this is what I'm, I'm working with leadership teams to create the structure in the business that ultimately leads to the, them having more time more time to follow their passions, to go spend more time with the family. Sure. Um, and things that I really care about and, and I think are important is take care of your, your health and, and, you know, longevity and being oh, yeah, around the for your the kids and your yeah, grandkids yeah. and yeah. everything. So, so you know. <clears throat> Steve, if I'm at a networking event, that press and flash meeting people and you know i'm i'm the guy that i don't care about talking about myself and i love i'm curious as hell right what am i hearing from them in a sidebar one-to-one -one conversation that would make them a great prospect referral or contact for your coaching yeah so the the number one uh, thing that we see out there is, you know, your entrepreneur, your business owner have built a business, they've had this passion, that's why they started the business. Sure. And the business is growing, and they've been successful. Now, all of a sudden, they're managing people. <laughs> right. Right. And they're trying to hire people, or people are leaving, people aren't doing the things that they are supposed to be doing. Um, so what I hear is, you know, talking about just, you know, do we have the right people on the bus here and people issues and how people issues are getting in the way of them being able to take their businesses forward. Wow. That's awesome. So that's, awesome. that's one thing, you know, um, the other one, which is also, you know, can be a, a, a perennial issue is just spending too much time is what I'm talking about is, you know, somebody's just in the business right 70 hours a week you know they're there seven days a week they're they're just trying to take their right. business forward and and other things in their life are suffering as a result right um, so just listening for those things because it means you know when i'm hearing that it means that um we can improve things we can take the company to the left next level by putting 
an operating system in the business that allows the business to run more efficiently, more quickly, make more profit and have more fun. <laughs> yeah. And, and you, you keep mentioning that, that commodity that we never get back in this time. And, and that, and that awesome, that kind of segues into a little bit of my next question. If you, seen the movie back to the future yeah yeah that was a while ago <laughs> okay yeah yeah it's almost 40 years old but let's get that delorean with marty mcfly okay let's go back to the double deuce the 22 year old steve what kind of knowledge nuggets would you be dropping on him to maybe help him not change anything so much because your journey's awesome but maybe help him shorten his learning curve blast through and, and maybe just level up just maybe a little bit quicker um, it would be paying more attention to people and relationships along the way. <clears throat> Love it. I think, you know, when I was a young engineer and, you know, working on these sailing teams, I mean, we were very sort of focused on results and getting things done from the outside. Mm. Um, I don't know if we were as necessarily sort of interpersonally focused. Right. And, um, but that's the sort of the magic, I think, that I saw and experienced in really high-performing teams coming together as a group, building that deep trust, uh, and then being able to leverage that trust to Love really that. be able to take that team so to, to the next level. So <clears throat> good. So, Steve, how do you want your dash remember That little line in between your incarnation date and your expiration date. Hopefully it's a long ways down the road. Your life date, death date. How do you want that little dash remembered about you? Oh, that's a good question. Um, so there's something about, um, you know, there's, there's a making a difference, but there's a way of talking about this that, um, so Seth Godin was uh, interviewed by Tim Ferriss a, a couple of years ago, and he talks about this idea of uh, being of service to people to switch on a light for people who need a light. And that struck with me um, as really something that, um, you know, I love about the work that I do. I don't necessarily know, you know, who needs a light or where they need it. Or, or Come on, anything. Steve, you got to do the metaphor thing. Come on, lighthouse. You know, you're sailing <laughs> towards it. No, I love it. I love it, man. Because you are legitimately planting trees for companies that you're probably never going to sit in the shade of because you, 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 you get them there and... Like and they take off and run with you. I love that's what I love about coaching too. And, and it sounds to me like you're not also a coach, but you're also a mentor in a sense. You know that my mentor always said that you know the more you mentor and teach, the more immortal you become. And I love it because your delivery is, is awesome as well. So, what do you think people misunderstand the most about Steve? I'm sorry, the people mis mis misunderstand about you, about me. Um. Well, I listen a lot, right? And so sometimes in this world, it's a noisy world. Yeah. People who sit and listen kind of um, can sometimes get bypassed in the conversation, whereas they're actually You're picking things it. up and making the connections. And that's yeah. um, that's one of the things I, you know, I listen deeply to what's going on and then I need to think about that and figure out like you know what all it all means and what the patterns are and, and move forward sure. so. before you respond i love that because you it seems to me like you listen with all your senses not just your ears like we call it listening with your neck like you're like really into listening <laughs> i love that i love that about this what makes you a great coach so what if anything keeps steve up at night 
Um, it's really just knowing that there's there's more businesses out there that that need my help, right? And, and it's not just me from a selfish, you know, business perspective. Sure. It's like I really truly believe that businesses are the foundation of communities. And Love you know, that. I've spent a long time living in in Baltimore, and you know, there's a city there that needs businesses that that you know, i've seen yeah. the effect of what happens when mm-hmm. uh, a city doesn't have businesses you know it's it's not good love so, your passion man i love your yeah. passion so steve what what is your definition of a life well lived it's to be able to go through a life and to be able to make a difference along the way right to be able to treat people well wow you know i yeah. just um you know, pay attention to the journey. <clears throat> love that. It goes quickly. <laughs> Dude, it does, you know? man. It's, I go back to another John Hughes film with uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, where he's like, life goes by fast, man. If you don't sit back and absorb it just a little bit, you know, it'll go right by you. I love, yeah. I love, I love your technique, man. This is going to be awesome. I'm just thinking of companies right now for you. Time to shine today, podcast varsity squad. We are back with my awesome sauce, top notch. Leadership coach Steve Morris here. And Steve, you and I could literally, we might one day, I might come out to Colorado and get a couple of brain grenades and hang out. And we could yep. probably talk 15, 20 minutes off of each one of these questions. But you have five seconds with no explanations, and they can all be done that way. You ready to level up? Uh, okay. Let's do this, baby. All right. What is the best leveling up advice Steve's ever received? Take a breath. <laughs> Love that. Share one of your personal habits that contributes to success. Exercise every morning I can. Beautiful. If you see me walking down the street, man, Fergie looks like he's in his doldrums a little bit. I'm going to help him. What book are you handing me? Oh, five seconds. You can um, turn around and look at one of those if you want. Yeah. No, it's, it's... <laughs> There's a book by Thich Nhat Hanh um, called Reconciliation. <clears throat> okay. I will look into that. Donnie, put that in the show notes, please. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. What's your most commonly used emoji when you text? Uh, smiley face. <laughs> Love it. Nicknames growing up? Um, my sister used to call me Bean. Bean. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Love it. Chess, checkers, or Monopoly? Chess. Love it. What's your go-to flavor for ice cream? Pokey pokey. <laughs> nice. There's a sandwich name, the Stephen Morris. What's on that sandwich? Uh, bacon, tomato, mayonnaise. Yeah. You and I are hanging like out, Yeah, I heard bacon. I'm like, man candy. Yeah. So you got a time machine you can use for one day. Are you going 20 years in the future, 20 years in the past? 20 years into the future. Love it. Love it. Any favorite charity? Charity or organization like to give your time or money to? Yes, there's a Health and Human Performance uh, Foundation. Um, really? They're all about breath work and um, teaching it to kids. Is there a website you can send us after to take? A I can. Oh, yeah, please yeah. do that after Donnie. Please remind him. Awesome. Last question. You can elaborate a little bit on this one, Stephen. But what or Stephen? Steve. What is the best decade of music? 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s? 60s 60s really <laughs> who's your jam uh i don't know i mean i just um 
I've gone through phases, right? It's sort of like, you know, you start off listening to the Beatles and then you end yeah. up at the Rolling Stones or something. But every yeah. once in a while, something will come on the radio that kind of takes you back. <laughs> Dude, I, I love that you say that because another question I sometimes ask is like, the Beatles, Stones, Beach Boys, or Four Seasons? You know, I, I would say that. And a lot of people don't know Frankie Valley. Like Frankie Valley, like I see him every year in concert, except for COVID year. Like guys like 86 years old. But when thing about Four Seasons is they've had a number one hit before the Beatles, during the Beatles, and after the Beatles. You know, I just love them. Um, but I love I love all genres. I'm an 80s guy. I graduated in 1990. So I kind of like my big hair, don't care kind of thing. So, <laughs> so, Steve, how can we find you, brother? So I'm available um, probably through LinkedIn is like a really easy yep. way of finding me, Stephen yep. A. Morris. Yep. And, you know, look up EOS Implementer. Otherwise, I'm steve.morris at eosworldwide.com. Love it. I'm Love there. It. And all that will be in the show notes squad. And Steve, do me one last favor. Leave us with one last knowledge nugget we can take care, take with us, internalize, and take action. All right. So the big thing is, right, you're turning up to work. Stuff's triggering you, Right. So there's something um, Professor Andrew Huberman talks about. It's a physiological sign. Just take a breath, but no, take two. So you inhale, one, and then top it up, two, and let it out. Do that three times, and it triggers a hardwired circuit in your brain that gets you to calm down. I love it. I love it. I'm a huge breath work. I'm a Wim Hof disciple mm -hmm. in a sense. I, uh, I don't get in the ice as much, although I do do cryo once a week, but not in ice, <laughs> you know, I go, I'll walk into it. So squad, we literally, I, I have pages upon pages of notes here. If you're watching with my good friend here, Steve Morris, who, who's living a voyage of life. He's living, he's thriving, not just surviving. And he wants to help you and your company do that. You know, he wants to make sure that if you're working with a leadership coach, hopefully it's him, but if it's anybody else that you have to develop a deep level of trust, if you know, something's missing, you know, Steve will help your company find that piece and build a team around it and put the reps in to make it happen. You know, he reminds us that business is the lifeblood of community. It creates jobs. It creates happiness. It puts money in your pocket. It allows you to kind of have what you really want in life. You know, that he mentioned traction, being healthy, also the integrator of the company. If you're a coach and you're coaching people that are, you know, a big company, the visionaries really doesn't see everything like that integrator. He's in the trenches, you know, so he's going to work. Steve works with that integrator, give him a set of tools to make his life, his or her life easier. And also to pass those tools to the team so they can put the reps in to level up themselves. He'll tell us that a great coach sees where the team is and listens very intently to where it wants to go. And he will put you on that voyage. I love that of where you're going to go. So in his five, the five steps, and I'm abbreviating this. So make sure you go back and listen, but it's love, do what you love with the people that love what you do, that make an impact, get compensated, get that money, get paid. It's okay. And then make sure you have the time for other passions. So you're not just locked at work or like we say here within time to shine today, do what you love in the service of people that love what you do. If you're doing what you love, other people will notice that, that you love what they do and they will listen. So he would remind himself and also others that are coming up in life to pay attention to relationships. They are very important. You're going to come across times when you don't know something. Relationships can help you get there. Like we say, 
at, at you know, Time to Shine today that I got from my good friend, Leah Woodford. Get your asking here. Ask the questions to level up. You know, he, again, Stephen will be remembered as somebody that plant, planted trees he's never going to sit in the shade of because his passion is so broad. It's so, but it's so locked in as well for what he wants you to see. Okay. You know, in the life will live to him is making a difference to people and treating them well along the way and enjoying that voyage, that journey while you're doing it. Because so many people want to have a foot in the future, a foot in the past and piss all over the present. Live now. Enjoy the journey and make sure you go back to his two breath uh, exercise to kind of to level you up and kind of get rid of the anxiety and, and get moving forward. And Stephen, you level up your health, you level up your wealth. You're just an amazing human being. You earn your varsity squad letter here at Time to Shine today. You're humble, yet you're hungry. I love your guts, man. I can't wait to collaborate with you in the future, brother. All right. Well, Scott, thank you so much for having me. This has been a great conversation this morning. Got me on my toes. <laughs> yeah, right. We'll chat soon, brother. All right. Thank you. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Time to Shine Today podcast. Probably brought to you by Sutter and Nugent Real Estate, real estate excellence, who can be reached at 561-249-7266 and online at www.sutterandnugent.com. If you are a business owner or professional who would like to be interviewed on Time to Shine Today, please visit timetoshinetoday.com slash guest. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to our website. Also there, you will see our recommended resources. We hope that you will support our show by supporting them. If you like what you've been listening to, it'd be great if you could just give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe while you're at it. I'm your host, Scott Ferguson, and until next time, let's level up. It's our time to shine.